0: Welcome to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, a show that will empower you to live a healthier and more energetic life. Each week, we're going to explore a different topic and offer you some tips that will boost your emotional, physical, and mental wellness. I'm your host, Asosa, also known as Raw Girl. And today on the show, we'll be talking about the art of living long or longevity to kick today's shows off i'm going to give you guys a few simple tips that can make for a longer healthier life and later i'll be talking to our longevity expert Bernardo lapayo an amazing man who is 109 yes really he's 109 people Bernardo has not only broke the 100 mark he's managed to live his life without the ailments and diseases that plague so many people when they get older And he's found time to author books and envision some pretty ambitious projects for his future. So be sure to stay tuned and get some longevity tips from a living example. Now, I know a lot of people out there say, why worry about living long? We should just live for the moment. We all have to die anyway, right? Well, since we all have to kick the bucket someday, (laughs) longevity is about living the best quality life while we have it. I mean, there's been a lot of research done around the world trying to figure out exactly what makes one person live longer than another. Although there's a lot of ideas out there, for now, I'm going to share with you guys six simple tips that can make for a longer life. The first one, daily exercise. And this wasn't too surprising, but this detail was a shocker. Apparently, people who exercise vigorously a mere three hours a week have cells that are actually nine years younger than non-exercisers. That's pretty amazing. So, you know, if you're considering Botox, you might just want to try hitting the gym instead. Uh, second tip, eat less. It's scientifically proven that calorie restriction can lead to a longer life meaning eat smaller portions and avoid overeating if you can. You can also eat a lot less by making shorter, long-term fasting a regular part of your life. Tip number three, a vegetarian or at the very least a whole foods lifestyle. This shouldn't be a shocker, but none of the men and women living in their hundreds are fast food junkies. A lot of vegetables, whole foods, and good fats make for a longer life. They keep your weight down and they protect your heart. Also, nowadays, whole organic foods are really, really key. I mean, you have to avoid whenever possible taking in toxins and pesticides or consuming all of those genetically modified foods out there. I know what you're thinking. It's too expensive. The thing to keep in mind here is that it's it's not all or nothing. You can eat a good portion of fruits and veggies that are organic and then make sure that you thoroughly wash the fruits and veggies that are not. I mean, you can do this by getting a really good food-grade hydrogen peroxide or what they call a veggie watch. There are a bunch of brands out there that are at health food stores that are pretty good. All right, number four, think positive and de-stress. That's right. Apparently, people with positive attitudes and a decreased amount of mental and physical stress live longer. If you're less stressed, you're also likely to avoid destructive behaviors like, you know, eating that whole bucket of Hawk and dazs or smoking that people commonly use to cope with stress. Number five, regular checkups with your doctor. Although it doesn't sound glamorous, getting regular checkups can increase your longevity just merely because you will catch any imbalances that may lead to disease earlier. And last but not least, number six, clean your colon. This is the number one health route that I live by. Our colon is our body's waste system. When our colon gets backed up, disease is inevitable. So it's very important to maintain a consistent colon cleansing regimen to prevent disease before it happens. We are speaking to a longevity master, Bernardo Lapayo, who is 109 years old. Bernardo was born in Victoria, Brazil on August 17, 1901 and moved to the U.S. at an early age. His first interest was in food preparation, and he went on to study culinary arts de Le in Paris, France. After years of working as a chef on steam liners and resorts, he wanted to pursue an interest in the healing arts, which he continued to nurture throughout his life. He became a licensed reflexologist and a podiatrist in his 70s, and he also recently published his first book, Age Less, Live More. Bernardo, welcome. I am so excited to have you.
1: I'm happy to be able to talk to you.
0: Well, I first learned about you when I came across an interview on Fox, and I was really excited because I, I'm a raw foodist myself and I'm vegan, and they called you the, a, a raw foodist. Do you consider yourself a raw
1: foodist? Yes, yeah, somewhat, two-thirds anyway. So we- I, I always was uh, a very light cooker when it comes to food. I just would steam it, more or less. My father taught me that. and He said that you always should... Uh, have the food partially eroded to get all the nutrients from it. So we just steamed it, and sometimes we sauteed a little bit after with the garlic and onions and stuff like that to make it tasty. That's the way I was brought up, and I lived that way until now.
0: Since your childhood, you've been eating like this?
1: Since my, since I was six or seven years of age, as long as I can remember. And In my experience going around I, and reading the Bible, I was quite an avid reader as so the Bible was concerned, and I never found in, in there anything like fried chicken or spare ribs or prime ribs or anything like that. All I ever found was fruit and vegetables. Right. So that made me more interested in fruit and vegetables. And uh, i never been sick a day in my life.
0: I thought it was really interesting that you studied culinary arts.
1: I always liked to, I always liked food for some reason. We had a housekeeper and she used to let me fiddle around with dough and things like that. And I was interested in food, and that the more, the older I got, the more interested I became. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the reason why, because my father wanted me to be a doctor, but I was not interested in medicine. I wound up becoming a doctor anyway, because I, uh, I was interested in feet, because he had told me that your feet and eyes is very important. Take care of them. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, of course, I, I did that. And you know, what what really happened, I said, i got to know more about the feet. So I started reading about them, and finally I started doing the fellows on the ship. I was on sea, and I used to do their corns and cows and whatnot. And I was getting good at it and hadn't studied anything. Hmm. And so the captain said to me, you know, if I were you, I would go on to school. You're pretty good at this. Why don't you go ahead and become a foot, foot doc—that's what they called them at that time. Or the more pronounced name was Chirapodist. But 1955, they changed it from Chirapodist. You could only do corns and calluses. And in 1955, they changed the name. They called it Podiatrist. But I had to go back to NYU and study again to learn about the nerves and operating and so forth and so on.
0: And what what exactly about the feet um, is so important for for health?
1: They carry you everywhere. You can't do nothing without your feet. <laughs> right? That's a, good po- <laughs> that's
0: a very good point. Well,
1: <laughs> that is the fact. As a matter right. of fact, my feet now is like a baby's because they were bathed when I was from a child and took all the dead skin off because they're tied up all day. You know, in socks and shoes, they don't get any fresh air. Right. And that's what creates corns and calluses. Right. But if you wash them at night, and be sure you wash them good, get all the dead skin off, and then massage them in olive oil, and they will stay soft, and that goes for your whole body, as a matter of fact. Right. But feet specifically. It'll keep your feet nice and soft. You'll never have a corn or cow. So I don't have anything like you might get an ingrowing nail after you get older because you don't cut your nails like you should, and they'll pass up against the shoe and bend and go into the flesh. that always take care of your feet. First, this is what he told me as a, I must have been eight or nine at the time.
0: He said health
1: should be your first priority, mm. no matter what, how much money you make. This or that. He said if you're not healthy, it's no good. Oh. So take care of your health and uh, keep your colon clean, and you'll never get sick.
0: In terms of colon health, what do you do for your colon health? Are you using- colon? You eat
1: the right food. You heard the term. You heard the term. You are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Never truer words were spoken. If you eat green vegetables and salad and some fish throughout your entire life, your colon will stay clean. Mm-hmm. I was raised on that, and I still do it every day. And my kids are the same way, never get sick. i got a daughter 73 years old, never been sick a day in her life. Wow. I have another one that's 67. She's never been sick. And my son who, if he was living today, he'd be 80-some-odd, born in 1926. But he was a musician traveling on the road and eating all kinds of crazy food and whatnot. And he had a heart attack. Boom. Gone. It's like that. And that's what happens if you eat the wrong food. First thing, you, know, you either got a stroke or you have a heart attack.
0: Right. That's amazing. Do you, you take any supplements?
1: I take nothing. I, I walk. I take my exercise and walk, and I drink, <laughs> I drink cinnamon tea every morning. <laughs> if the weather's bad, I use the uh, treadmill.
0: So you walk every day.
1: I've been doing that for years. I walked when I was on the sea, up and down, wow. walking. The guy said that guy is crazy. He's out there early in the morning walking up and down. I said, "Well, I'm crazy, but they all did." <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm serious. Every one of them said, you know how I know that? Because of the fact that the union paper had an obituary. And every time I'd look and I'd see Sam Jones died, my wife used to say to me, God bless her soul. She said, Daddy, all your friends are dying. I said, well, I said they took the fast road. And I took the slow road. So that's why I'm here and they're gone. Wow. The only one living that knew me when I was 23 years of age is the congressman of New York now. Okay. Uh, Charlie Rangel is the name the congressman. But I read mostly about history and health. Anytime anyone says something about health and, uh, and improvement, I'm right there. But anything else about all the stuff you see on TV, I don't bother with it. All the things that you use on the face to make your skin smooth and all that, I don't bother with it. Olive oil has got my skin as smooth as a baby right now. <laughs> right. Everybody wants to know, look at his skin. Why? Olive oil, but they don't, oh, it's too greasy. I said, well, the reason why you say that, you have never used it, you don't know. Olive oil penetrates, goes right in. All you have to do is rub it, it goes in. There's no grease nowhere. Right. And lots of people have told me after they've that, oh, I'm on that olive oil, especially the men. They tell me, every oh, I, when I shave, I put it on and blah, blah, blah. I say, yeah, it works. Yeah, it works all right. So that's the way it goes. Oh, I could sit here and talk with you all day about <laughs> various things.
0: So they say that positive attitude and, and, and living a stress-free life has a great deal with doing Believe me, really it long? Does.
1: No, never say, if nothing don't happen. Okay. They say, I'm going to do so and so and so. Think positive, always. I was in the hospital the other day for a checkup mm-hmm. after being traveling and whatnot. They t- tell me they want to change my diet. <laughs> Wow. I laughed at them. I said, you're going to do what? <laughs> my you eating too much green vegetables?"
0: And how old was the doctor and, who gave you this you know, prescription? Oh, I asked
1: him. I said, how old are you? One said 48, the other said 52. <laughs> I said, I've been taking care of my body when you, when you were in your mother's womb. <laughs> I said, how are you going to tell me? And I asked her, how many hours many did you spend in nutrition when you was in medical school? Right. Said, we didn't study that. I said, well, how are you going to tell me how to take care of my body? You can't do that, I'm not changing anything. I'm getting out of here
0: well that's that's a great answer to that.
1: Well, that's the way I am. I'm very positive, and I do what I say I'm gonna do and uh <clears throat> It pays off for me, it has paid off to now.
0: To hear more from Bernardo on longevity, check out his book Age Less, Live More, which you can get through his official website www.agelesslivemorestore.com. That's www.agelesslivemorestore.com. Coming up after the break, more longevity tips, plus we answer your calls and questions right here on Healthy Living in a Toxic World. I want to tell you about a new organization doing incredible work called A Well-Fed World. Founded in 2009 and based in Washington, D.C., A Well-Fed World is an action-led advocacy organization working to alleviate hunger and protect animals in the U.S. and internationally. They have a unique approach that is positive and practical. They find groups and individuals doing innovative and highly effective projects, but have limited access to funding. They partner with these groups to raise funds and awareness on their behalf. For the upcoming holiday season, I highly recommend their Plants for Hunger gift-giving program. Instead of donating to multi-million dollar organizations that send live animals to be used as food, you can support their specially selected on-the-ground hunger relief programs where your contribution will have a strong and direct impact. Their Plans for Hunger campaign sends 100% of all donations to be shared between a weekly homeless feeding program in Ethiopia, a soy protein school lunch program in Belize, a set of self-supporting food and water projects in India, Kenya, and Brazil, and a community gardening school providing fresh food and soup kitchen in Michigan. Please find out more about a well-fed world and their plans for Hunger gift-giving program online at www.awfw.org. If we could pack our kids in bubble wrap, we'd do it. Because we love them, and we want to protect them. This is Lisa Edelstein with an easy way to protect your kids three times a day. Choose healthy foods. Research has shown that a vegetarian diet rich in fruits and vegetables can help protect our kids against obesity. It can even help keep them from developing heart disease or cancer when they grow up. To learn more, call 866-906-WELL or visit cancerproject.org. This message brought to you by The Cancer Project. Healthy Living in a Toxic World. Walking the path to a new you. Welcome back to Healthy Living in a Toxic World. All right, before we get to the rest of the show, here's a health fact you might not know. As well as exercising and eating right, long life can apparently be achieved through education. A woman named Adriana Larius Muni, a Columbia University grad, focused her dissertation on a 1960 research paper that found that when people reach the age of 35, their life expectancy increased by 18 months if they completed an extra year of education. Dr. Leris Muni's findings were supported by Princeton's Ann case, which reported that each additional year of schooling for men in the U.S. is associated with an 8% decrease in mortality. Time to take some callers on healthy living in a toxic world. And now we've got Austin from Laurel, Maryland. Austin, what was your question?
1: Uh, My question, I was wondering about um, healthy eating in relation to a healthy sex life. How... How do I eat or are there foods that I should eat to improve my sex life and enjoy it better or frequency or anything of that nature?
0: Right. Well, that was a really great question. Um, I actually recently wrote an article on my blog about raw aphrodisiacs. Have you heard of the term aphrodisiacs?
1: I have, but you can
0: elaborate. Yeah. Well, aphrodisiacs are foods that have been around since the ancient times that people have been eating to basically improve their sex life. Being a healthy person obviously makes for better sex. If you're tired, all the time, if you're lethargic, if you have a disease, obviously you're not going to be at your optimal, right? Okay. right. So the, the better fuel you put in your body, the better your sex life is going to be. And, and really, sex is really mostly about circulation. So your nervous system is really important. So mm. foods that stimulate your circulation are definitely going to improve your sex life, such as ginger, and they also say omega-3s are really great for that. So if you eat meat and you eat like wild salmon or salmon or mackerel, those things have a lot of omega-3s. Um, but some of the raw food aphrodisiacs that I went over in this article were arugula, avocado, almonds, cacao, chocolate, which most people know because it, it is stimulating. Figs is another one or wow. bananas just because of the shape of the food or the, you know, or the nutrients that you're getting. But if you're eating a whole food diet and you're, you're eating, you're eliminating junk food from your system and then you throw in there some stuff to boost your circulation, you're going to have a better sex life.
1: Oh, okay. So that that would improve uh, everything overall? Yeah. Well, amazing. So should I get supplements? Is it natural, good for me to go to the vitamin store and get certain supplements, or should I eat it?
0: It's usually better to, in my opinion, I'll just say in my opinion, I think most of the, the vitamins out there are almost like placebos. So it depends on what vitamins you're getting. You should really research you know, whether it works or whether or not it really gets absorbed in your system. Um, I, In my opinion, I think it's best to get everything from or get most things from whole foods. And you can also get supplements that are like superfoods. Maca was on this list of an aphrodisiac. It basically was used by ancient Incas to increase their sex drive and adrenaline and so it's it's one of those things that gives you a lot of nutrients and it's directly absorbed into your body. So it's not a question of, you know, is this working or is it not? Because you want to get the, the best, the cleanest, highest quality food you can. And that's what's going to make you healthier and um, sexier, obviously. <laughs>
1: okay. Fantastic. So I, the, the first thing I should do is pay attention to my circulation and, yes. and the quality of food that I'm getting. Yes. Very good. I appreciate it. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. We also received some email questions. And if you've got a question for us, you can email us at rawgirltoxicworld at gmail.com. That's rawgirltoxicworld at gmail.com. Or you can contact us via the website, www.rawgirltoxicworld.com. Just like Christina from Arizona, who sent in a question via the email, and she says, It seems like you have some knowledge on parasites, and I was hoping you could point me in the right direction. I've been suffering with parasites for some time now. I've been on homeopathic treatment for the last six months. It seemed to help some, but I'm still dealing with these critters. I'm afraid to even eat anymore because I don't know if what I'm eating is feeding them. Please help. I was thinking about doing the master cleanse, but I'm not sure if this is best for me. What can I finally do to get rid of these buggers? Any advice would be greatly appreciated parasites yeah it sucks it really does (laughs) I've gone through this myself it takes some time the first thing that I would ask you if I had you on the line is what what the homeopathic treatment you were taking was there are plenty of over-the-counter medications you can take for parasites without going through your doctor your doctor would give you antibiotics and antibiotics can be a good thing and a bad thing just because they will kill all of your bacteria good and bad which can lead to the parasites just coming back again if you don't replenish your good bacteria with acidophilus or things like that. If you're going with the homeopathic route, if you're going to a health food store, some of the key things that need to be in this treatment are garlic, uh, pumpkin seed Um, They usually have wormwood and and black walnut hull. Those are things that kill the eggs. But if you want to get really gangster, if you have the the homeopathic treatment, if you get some kind of over-the-counter, you can also take some aged garlic and some cloves daily because the garlic and the cloves will help kill them. And then also, if you can go to some sort of health professional that might be able to test you and find out exactly what type of parasite you have, that would help a lot, too. There are a bunch of other uh, suggestions I have on my blog, if you check it out, www.rawgirltoxicworld.com, that has a whole list of, of things that you can eat that could possibly kill parasites. But the key is, what type of parasites do you have? And then the other key is, you have to really make sure that your diet is supporting your parasite cleanse. A lot of people will just take the pills, but they continue eating whatever. If you want to get really aggressive and you want to get rid of them fast, avoid flowers, avoid sugars, because those are the things that parasites usually feed on and keep growing and growing and growing. I wouldn't recommend the Master Cleanse. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Master Cleanse. I don't think it's horrible, but fasting on green juices is, is my thing. Um, I think in the case of parasites, green juices are better, too, because you're basically dousing your body with, with alkaline fluid through this whole fast. If you were going to do a fast, I would do a green juice fast, along with taking the parasite treatment you have or whatever over-the-counter treatment you have, and do this for at least two weeks. And also drink apple cider vinegar and water, if you can, diluted. You just kind of have to come at them from all angles, and I promise you, eventually you will see the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's our show on longevity. I'm going to leave you with this final thought. It's all about going back to what our ancestors ate before our age when fast food and snacks with high fructose corn syrup are everywhere. Does it take a little bit more time? Yes. Can it be more expensive? Yes, in the short run. But in the long run, you save yourself from being a slave to pharmaceutical companies, popping medications, and constant trips to your doctor. This isn't about sacrificing pleasure, guys. This is about living the best life you have and taking control of your well-being. Prevent now and prosper later. Well, that's all for today, folks. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, visit my health blog, Raw Girl in a Toxic World. That's www.rawgirltoxicworld.com. You can also find Raw Girl in a Toxic World on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This is Asosa, a.k.a. Raw Girl, signing off. Until next time, here's to your health. This show is copyrighted by Radio Companion LLC. To order a copy of today's show, Call 703-279-1010. The order number for this segment is
1: 101.